Praise God. Praise God. Welcome to another segment. Welcome to Meditation Monday. Welcome to Meditation Monday. Now, this is a broadcast that the Holy Spirit placed on my mind to wear because a lot of times uh, after I give the word of God and I'm downloaded with so much that after I give the word, the Lord gives me something else. And I, and I always felt like I didn't give the people everything I needed to give them. So the Lord said, me and my wife started talking and that's when Monday meditation came up. Monday medication, meditation came up when we got together and we thought about, well, we could take the word from Sunday and the revelation that the Lord gave me after I gave the word, I can further expound on the word on Monday. So we said, I always believe when you're teaching the word of God, clarity is of the utmost importance. Clarity of the word of God is of the utmost importance. And this is going to be a segment on, on Meditation Monday to where uh, uh, you can ask questions via putting your comments down and I'll be able to see your comments. I'm already set up here to uh, just review and see your comments and I'll try to get to those comments and answer those comments by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but Sunday we talked about we came from 1 Kings, verse 17, starting at verse 1. We talked about a brief, a brief glimpse from Sunday. We talked about the prophet Elijah. The prophet Elijah, when the prophet came, and he was told by God to go to a widow woman and receive food from her. But previous before this happened, Elijah was called out of nowhere. Now, what I mean by called out of nowhere, I want you to play, pay specific attention to that. Because Elijah was called from God out of nowhere. Nobody know, even before this time, no one biblical even heard of Elijah until this moment to where he has to pronounce judgment on King Ahab. Where was Elijah? Elijah was in isolation. Isolation. Elijah was in isolation. Most of us, it's three things that happen in isolation. Number one, the Lord protects us. Number one. Number two, the Lord trains us. And number three, the Lord is getting ready to deploy us. Now, we think and we try to fight that isolation and say, I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready to do what you uh, uh, preordained me to do. But the God knows when it's time for you to fulfill your assignment in the kingdom of God. In isolation... Is, is, is most important because anytime you have a cocoon you have a cocoon and in that cocoon you have an immature species in that cocoon and that cocoon doesn't open up until that species or whatever it is comes into maturity so the reason why you're in isolation now, the reason why you're in isolation and your mind is going through what it's going through and the Lord is, is pressing on your mind and he's getting it all out of you is because you're in isolation and you're being trained. Isolation. So Elijah was deployed to pronounce judgment on King Ahab. And Elijah was given supernatural provision even though he pronounced judgment on the kingdom of Ahab was a drought. So we think about a drought being 
no water. The animals doesn't have any water. They don't have any food to eat because everything dies when you don't have any water. But the Lord made provision for Elijah. And I'm going to ask you, people of God, and even in this pandemic, hasn't God sustained you? Hasn't God sustained you in this pandemic? Whatever you're going through, people, people that you might have known, might have, might have failed, might have, might have went on to glory. But the Lord has sustained you in this pandemic. And he sustained you for a reason. Don't think you just, you just, uh, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, oh, I beat Corona. I, I, I beat Corona. No, no, it's not that you beat Corona. It's about the grace of God that delivered you from Corona. We have to get, we have to get our speech together. Don't think you did it by yourself. Don't think you did it on your own. Because God delivered you from the situation that you're in because God is the deliverer. I hear all the time, I see it on the Facebook and I hear people talking, yeah, I had Corona and I beat it. No, you did not beat Corona. The Lord delivered you from Corona because he has an assignment for you. It's not your time yet. And the thing about the people of God, we need to get wise to that. It's a reason why the Father spared my life. It's a reason why the Father spared my life. We're here. Elijah has supernatural provision. The ravens fed him meat in the morning and meat in the evening. And he was by a brook that the Lord instructed him to go by to be able to drink water. But now this is it. After the brook dried up, the Lord told Elijah to go to this woman who will provide bread. We have to understand, if I ask you this question, how would you feel? You are the answer to somebody's prayer. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. What kind of mind state? If, if, if somebody tells you, if, if the Lord, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is telling you now, the, you are the answer to somebody's prayer. How would you think about yourself if you being the answer of something? We, we think too, I cannot say this, we think too little of ourselves being in the body of Christ. We serve a supernatural God. We serve extraordinary God. So what does that make us? The word says there's a treasure inside this earthen vessel. There's a treasure inside this earthen vessel. Not the treasure for me, but the treasure is for the world. The treasure is for the body of Christ. The treasure is to expand the kingdom of God. But if we hold that treasure and we don't let that treasure out by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can't do and be who we are designed to be. But lo and, lo and behold, what happens is, is that Elijah gets to the widow woman and her son. And Elijah asked her, can I have a drink of water? And while the widow woman was getting a drink of water, she, uh, he asked her for some bread. The woman said, I have no bread. And she swore to the Lord, I have no bread. I, I got a little flour and some sticks so me and my son could eat and die. 
And the word that Elijah said is, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. See, he knew. See, when you know, when the Lord sends you in a particular situation, you know that he's sending you there for a reason. But we have the mindset, Lord, why you put me over here? Lord, why you have me dealing with these people? Why you have me going here? Why you have me going there, Lord? We question the Lord, but we don't understand spiritually why we're really there. We have to understand that the Lord is sending us to relieve somebody. He's sending us to, for an answer, to be an answer to somebody's prayer. Just like you can be an answer to somebody's prayer, somebody else can be an answer to your prayer. So how many of us, how many of us, when the Lord tells us to go, we'll go? I'm using Elijah here. I knew Elijah was a prophet. I know Elijah was a prophet of God, but 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 that that he was a man of God, just like a, a woman of God. But the Lord gives you an assignment, and he tells you to go. You have to fulfill that assignment. But see, Elijah was trained for this in isolation. Elijah learned how to be a fate walker. Now, what is actually a fate walker? A fate walker is a person who gets, he doesn't see it yet, but he listens to instructions. Even though how bizarre and out, outlandish or, or you don't see the results, if the Holy Spirit tells you to go, you have to go. But here it, it says in verse 8, It says, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make me a meal for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you said, but first make a small loaf of bread for me. See, what Elijah knew, the assignment had to be fulfilled. The assignment had to be fulfilled. The Lord gave him a word, said this woman was supposed to feed him. But see, the woman, her mind was on lack. All I have. How many, how many of us has placed ourselves in the situation and we, the Lord has tried to stretch us and we said, all I have. I can just do this. I can't do anymore. But see, this woman's faith was stretched. And the Lord will send somebody in your life to stretch you. Not to stress you. S-T-R-E-S-S. -S, not to stress you, but stretch you. Expand you. What he's doing, he's not trying to make you make you uncomfortable and stress you out and have your you, you, you all uh, confused in your mind. No, he's trying to stretch your faith. He's trying to stretch your faith. So when a woman made the bread, and gave him the bread. That's when the blessing was fulfilled. But see, there's a process to the blessing. See, we want, we ask for the blessing. But not all the time we want to follow the process to the blessing. We want the blessing. But we don't want to follow the process to get to the blessing. Because we have to have faith. We have to understand faith is the foundation of our Christian faith. If you don't have faith, you don't have anything else. Because anything, any house that's built 
on the wrong foundation is going to fall. And our foundation is built on faith. Because we have faith because we believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we believe in his promises. Even though he has given us all spiritual blessings, those spiritual blessings have to be manifest, manifested in the physical. How are they manifested in the physical? Through faith. The promise is there. The Father said, I'm not a man that I should lie. The promise is there. But are we going to follow the process to get to the, are we going to follow the process to get to the promise? We have to starve our fear and feed our faith. We have to starve our fear and feed our faith. What's ever strong in your life is what you feed. Is what you feed. What what kind of? Oh, I'm trying to change this this mindset that I have. This is this uh 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 uh. uh Particular thought process that I have. Don't feed into it. Don't feed into it. Because right now, everything in society is fear-based. Fear-based. We have a pandemic. We fear that we, we fear that. We fear everything. Fear, fear is, is, is a it's a gloom of fear that we have to get rid of. But we don't want to feed the fear of our life, but we want to feed the faith. Now, how do we feed the faith? By listening and responding to the word of God. Now, in our faith, we must have wisdom. And I'm going to give you these words that will help you out. Father, may I? Before you do something, before you step out, Father, may I? And when you say, Father, may I? You wait on the response from God. You wait on a response from the Holy Spirit. Father, may I do this? Father, may I? Because it says, consult God in all your ways. In all your ways. In faith, we have to have wisdom. Yeah, some things we have to step out on faith, but the thing about it, we get the unction of the Holy Spirit. There's a difference between faith and being foolish. There's a difference between being faith and foolish. And in this passage, in this scripture, Elijah was told by the Lord to go. But see, most of us want to go on our own. And we don't even consult God. And then when we get in the bind, we say, Lord, help us. Lord, help me. But see, these are the lessons you're supposed to learn in isolation. Just like Elijah did. It's a reason why the Father has you in isolation. It's the reason why you're in the situation or, or, or in, in that you're in because the Lord is trying to get you to understand something so he can move you to the next level. What are you missing? You need to ask the Father, what are you missing? Father, what am I missing so I can move on to the next level? It goes from faith to faith. It goes from glory to glory. See, the, 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 the faith of a mustard seed the faith of a mustard seed is only a prerequisite. What I mean a prerequisite, that's the beginning to enter into the kingdom of God. But there's so much more. There's so much more to receive. But to receive more, we have to be stretched. And that's just what Elijah did with the widow woman. He asked for water first. I, 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 could, I, think, I, can, I think I could give you water. 
I believe I can give you water. Then Elijah asked for bread. But this woman was starving. This woman said, I'm going to only have flour and a little oil and some sticks till I eat and die. But her faith had to be stretched. But the thing about it, she knew who he was. She knew he was a man of God. How many people know who you are? How many people know who you are? Can you walk in somewhere and somebody say that's a woman of God? Can you go in somewhere and say that's a, that's a man of God? Can someone say that about you? Let your actions speak by the righteousness of the words that come out of your mouth in the life that you live. I want you to understand this. In Old Testament times, the prophet wore mantles. Now, a mantle was a coat or a cloak that they put on them to signify who they were, if they were a prophet or not. They wore cloaks, they wore mantles. So the woman already knew he, who he was by his mantle. But see, in today and age, we carry mantles, but our mantle is spiritual. So they can't see what's on us. They, they see how we act and how we behave and what comes out of our mouth. That's why it comes actions speak loud. I could talk one way and behave another. That's why we have to be mindful as, as, as men and women of God. We claim that we men and women of God, but do we act that way? What is coming out of our mouth? How, how do we behave? What do we, what do, we do when we're placed in a, in, a, in a trying situation? How do we respond? How do we respond when that oil is squeezed from you? How do we respond? But we have to be open-minded. We have to be open-minded and truly understand what the Lord is doing in this season. And that's why I opened up this platform to see if anybody had any questions. I know in this time we're we on social media and, and we can't be in person, but, but the Lord has availed us opportunity to place comments in the in a comment, comment section and ask questions. And I, I'll be able to respond back to you and be able to give you, give you an answer the best I can by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because in this season, we have a lot of questions. And the only thing I could give you is an answer from directly from the word of God. Does fear rise? Yes, fear rises. But the Lord doesn't give us a spirit of fear, so we have to check it. Yes, the devil is alive. The devil is a liar. When, when the fear rises up, you have to say, devil, you a liar. You're not going to rise up in my life. Because the word says, I don't have the spirit of fear. I have the, the spirit of love and a sound mind. See, we got to check. See, the first place the devil comes, we got to learn how to check the devil. Because the first place the devil tries to arise, he tries to rise in our minds. 
Because it's all how we respond to the situation. A situation might happen that's unfavorable to us, but it's all about how we react to it and how we perceive it. How do we perceive it? Let me tell you how the law can work. You can be in a traffic jam, late for work, and you falling out and say, well, I'm, a, I'm late for work. But if you'd have been on time for work, that would have been you had that accident straight ahead, a mile up ahead. See, we don't know how the law protects us from seeing an unseen danger. That's why we always say the law cover us. Cover us. I'm going to wait a few minutes to see if they have any questions uh, coming up. Let me ask you viewers this. How do you feel about Meditation Monday? Do you think this is something that, that, that needs to be done? Do you think after the word is given on Sunday, Meditation Monday is good for, for a teaching purposes? What do you, what do you think? I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a response. What, what do you think? It's just not about what I think. It's about what you all think. Because the Holy Spirit has me teaching you all. So whatever the unction the Holy Spirit has on your heart to ask or, or to give or a testimony or anything like that, please give. Please share. Please share right now. What has the Lord done for you in this season? How has the Lord provided a way for you in this season? What way have I blessed somebody in this season? Was I an answer in a situation this season? These are the questions we ought to be asking ourselves. Because every time we ask ourselves a question, a question leads to discovery. Praise God, praise God. But at the end, it says, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. The Holy Spirit is stretching us this season. He's stretching us. He's stretching our feet. But he wanted us to follow instructions. He wanted us to follow instructions. He wanted us to be able to listen to him. He wanted us to draw closer to him. How do we draw closer to the Holy Spirit? We spend time with him. 
Just like with any other relationship, if we have a significant other or, or, or such or, or married and things and things, how we build a relationship, we spend time with one another. We know each other's thoughts. We know what we don't like. We know what we like. So therefore, just like with the Holy Spirit, we have to know what grieves the Holy Spirit. We have to know what the Holy Spirit loves. That's the same way we have to do. We, we, we have to do this to spend time. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm positive, I'm, I'm sure by the power of the Holy Spirit that you spend time, that you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you'll be able to reveal things to you that you've been asking. But so many times we, we, do, we do all the talking so much. We talk so much that we don't have time enough to listen. We, we wake up in the morning and if we do pray, do we wait for an answer? After that prayer time we have, do we just get up and just go on on our merry way? Or after our prayer time, do we wait five and ten minutes and say, here I am, Lord, I'm listening. And every time we, we go to the Lord, it's not just to ask for a blessing and ask for something. It's to thank Him. Gratitude depicts your altitude. That doesn't just work in the physical realm. Your gratitude, the more you thank God and the more you, you, you thank Him, the more gratitude that you have for the things that He's done in your life, you'll receive more. But how the Lord is going to give you more if you're not thankful for what you already have? You might not have the car that you would like or that your dream car that you would want, but the Lord has given you what you need for this moment. Maybe he wants to see how you take care of what you have now before he gives you more. Same for a house. Same for a job. You, you want that dream job that you've been trying to get to, but how you handle the job that you have now? These are the things that we have to understand and open up. We have to evaluate ourselves. Self-evaluation is critical, especially in this time, especially in this time. Self-evaluation. We spend so many time evaluating other people that we don't take the time to evaluate ourselves. What can I do better? How can I grow? Are you asking God to prune you? Prune those leaves and those branches that, that's not producing fruit. Prune me, Lord. And the branches that are producing fruit, Father God, continue to let them blossom. Continue to, continue to water them, Father God, with your presence. But see those, those branches that are not growing or that are not good? Please prune it, Lord. Because I want to be a constant fruit bearer. People are going, this is what you, you should want to be a constant fruit bearer. Every situation that you go in, you bear fruit. Every situation you go in, you bear fruit. If I have fruit of the Spirit, don't you think I should be bearing fruit? If I have love, forbearance, patience, if I have the fruit of the Spirit, don't you think I should be producing fruit? So if I'm not producing fruit in every situation I'm in, we have to check ourselves. So people of God, 
This was Meditation Monday. I hope you were able to uh, 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 dig deeper into the actual teaching that went on for Sunday. That was the purpose of it. So I could further expound on what the Holy Spirit was giving me. And yeah, sometimes with the power of the Holy Spirit, I tend to tend to drift. But the thing about that is, is that the Holy Spirit gives me because somebody needs to hear what needs to be said. Somebody needs to be to hear what needs to be said. That's how the Holy Spirit flows. The Holy Spirit is not kept in a box. The Holy Spirit goes where like a wind. It goes where it wants to go. And in the spirit, we should be the same because if we're rigid, the Holy Spirit can't use us. If we're rigid, the Holy Spirit can't use us. So remember, people of God, we have this treasure inside this earthen vessel. Let us ask the Father to let us to be able to unlock this treasure and open this treasure. To be able to bless the people around us. In Jesus name. Amen.